This intravenous with IVA is brought to you by Alabama Power. When I got to Ramsey High School in 80, what, 84, 85, I uh, went out for basketball. And two of the people that just, man, took me under their wing from just out the gate was Quentin Jackson and Carl Shay. Wow. And I don't I don't really know why, but like, man, they took me under their wing. Carl was like, something happened to him, something happened to me, something happened to him. Like, he was just like a brother to me. And then, <clears throat> you know, like to have all the cool upper upperclassmen, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a freshman at Ramsey, you know what I'm saying? Have all the cool upper upperclassmen, you know, I was their guy and stuff, you know. And then when I went to Bama, he called me and he was like, "All right, it's time for you to pay it all back." <laughs> Gotcha. My little brother coming now. now. <laughs> Don't let nothing happen to him now. I'm not saying that nothing happened to Shay because of me, because I was so in my own world. But I did have an eye out <laughs> <laughs> for baby boy. You know what I'm saying? So um, Definitely had an eye. De- definitely had an eye. Yeah. And so, um, you know, with no further ado, you know, that, that name – Carries a lot of weight from Birmingham to Tuscaloosa to D.C. to Fairfield. I have my homie, my friend, my brother from another mother, Coach Sam Shade, Miles College. Mr. Williams. Welcome. Mr. Williams, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You you, you know... I was looking forward to this. <laughs> you, you, you know that. Right? I know it. I and, know it. And, and uh, my brother was, he had made it home from work, but if he hadn't, I would have gotten him to stop by. Absolutely. Well, you know how it starts. Tell us a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I tell you what, I, I, I've got quite a few, but uh, I'll tell you one, is and it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh, this is this is one involving uh, my time in Washington with the Redskins. Okay. And uh, in the year 2000, my, my second year in Washington, which was my sixth year in the NFL, uh, Deion Sanders uh, leaves the Cowboys. He was a free agent, and he signs with the Redskins. Uh-huh. And he comes on board with us and uh, – and, you know, you see this persona about Dion on television and all that. Man, just a down-to-earth guy. Right. I'm, I'm talking about just a great teammate. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he was real with his faith. He was taking guys to church on Wednesday night with him. But he, he was funny. 
And I'm talking about, <laughs> you, you know, he'd crack jokes on guys, all that stuff. So, so anyway, uh, you know, I was playing for the Redskins, and, you know, I was doing pretty good. I was starting. And mm-hmm. uh, the year before, I led the team in tackles and all that. So I, I didn't have any big endorsement deals or anything, but I had some local stuff. Right, so, right, uh, right. So there was this one store. It was kind of like a up against the wall, kind of an urban gear store. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I did a commercial for him. But when I went to do the commercial, I get in there and I'm like, okay, they're like, okay, this, these are your lines, let's shoot. And I'm sitting there like, well, are you guys not going to put any makeup or anything <laughs> you know, across my forehead or something like that? Because, you know, when I would go to television stations and do stuff, right? you know, they would do all that. Because, you know, brothers, that that's just the thing. You know, with brothers, we're going to – you gonna shine, shine a little, a little, little bit. bit when those lights get on you. Yeah. So I'm like, they were like, nah, you're good. We we're just gonna shoot. So I'm like, man, this is gonna be bootleg. <laughs> you know that that's what I'm saying to myself. <laughs> so anyway, I do the commercial, and about a week later, I'm sitting in the locker room, and uh, Prime comes in, and he walk <laughs> he, he walks over to me, and he says, Shade Dog. He always called me Shady. He'd be like, Shady. I seen the commercial, dog. <laughs> you gonna bring the tape in, or you want me to bring it? <laughs> and, and man, I'm talking about it was it was it was oh, classic. And, and, and the thing is, it wasn't on a major station. It was on like a off brand station, right? Right. Kind of a off brand sports show. I didn't think a lot of people would see it. And out of all people that saw it, it was him, and 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 he, and he got me. I mean, like, oh man, you know, he he brought the tape in for the whole defense to check out his stuff. And, <laughs> and everybody had a big laugh about it, but uh, you know, it, it it was pretty funny though. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you've always had um, a laid back kind of demeanor. What? How'd that make you feel? Like straight up. Well, well, you know what? It was it was it was almost like a brotherly type of deal. Like, yeah, you know, it wasn't like he was trying to embarrass me or that. And it's like, hey man, but we used to try to embarrass each other at Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been bad, but, 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 but it was all in fun, though. Of course, it was all in fun. Everything we did was was, was all in fun. But man, you know? I'm talking about we used to give it to each other pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, I tell you what, I. You know, and, and you always had that one guy that was going, you know, say say if you're getting on a guy, you always got the other guy. He going to throw salt in the game. And yeah. you're like, you're looking at him like, oh, so you're going to join in too. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, check this out. I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I want to start with this. We're going to go backwards. Um, the premise of the show, right, of the podcast is um, – about all of the very interesting people from Birmingham, you know, that I've been blessed to have these crazy friendships and wonderful relationships with, I mean, for decades. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And one summer, we got real close. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, we were hanging all the time. And... My question is, where were you professionally, mentally? Because, like, that's where I really developed a bond, a brother 
hood with you. And it's like I kind of needed a brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and 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 go ahead. I'm trying to remember, you know, because I don't I don't feel like it was just one particular you know, time, uh, because we've always picked up where we left off. Always. But I'm talking about this one summer, though, we was like, you know, we we was catching up every couple of, (laughs) every other week or so. I I, I think I might have been, was I still playing professional ball? You had just retired. Okay, that's that's what it was. Okay, so that's- You had just retired. that's, That's a good place to start. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll just I'll just be honest about it. Uh, I had a neck injury my last year playing uh, playing professional ball. I forgot about that in in Washington. Yeah, and and so it was my eighth year in the league, and you know I I kind of you, you get to a point in the league after after about my fourth year, mm-hmm. I knew I, I felt like God willing, if I stayed healthy, mm-hmm. I could I could play maybe. Twelve or more years, right? Just off of knowledge of the game and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. taking care of my body and all that type of stuff. So, you know, to have it in after eight years <clears throat> and to not be in that locker room with those guys, uh-huh. uh, it, it it was tough. It yeah. was tough. It, it wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the so called fame. It's it's just one of those things where you, you've got this brotherhood. Yep. And I truly enjoyed it, uh, being amongst those guys and then all of a sudden that dynamic is gone yeah it's taken away from you you're on the outside looking in and uh i actually went through a little bit of a depression my first two years Mm -hmm. and and i found out that it was normal because i right talked to other other guys that had played uh and i won't mention names but like one particular guy that um i kind of got to know later on he actually played in the big 10 was a first round draft pick Super smart guy. Um, thought he was going to go to medical school, that type of deal. And, you know, you think you're ready for life after football because mm-hmm. they always tell you, you know, have a backup plan and mm-hmm. all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's different. Yeah, you can go do something else, but when you're taken from your peers, like uh, I had a couple guys. Well, there was one guy I played – Three years with him in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Then I played four years with him in Washington. So, you know, there were guys I, I spent a lot right, of time with. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, I'm not there. So, and it's different when you're preparing to retire, right? Versus an injury. Exactly. You know, it's a, a career and an injury. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so, so that that that, that was tough. So I, I was at a point. Uh, there was a little bit of depression at that time, and, and it's normal. I, I found out right. over the years that's it, it's normal, and uh, I, I think um, you, you and I uh, probably got a little bit, a <laughs> little, little bit closer because um, you, you know I was I was at a stage where uh, you know maybe I, I I I don't know how to how to say it. I you know you kind of sit there like okay, well you still want to you. You're not playing football, but you know you're kind of replacing that, right? Right. Um, whatever you call that high that you get from playing the game That's in right. front of eighty thousand people, yeah, or playing on Monday Night Football and know that the whole country is watching. You've got yeah. millions of people watching, yeah. And 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 so you go from doing that to 
okay, what do I do now? <laughs> right, yeah. right. So but that, that's I mean, kind of like, where I was. We kicked. I mean, we kicked it like at DC. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we kicked it, but that's when I just I just felt like you know that's my brother. Well, you know what I'm saying. Before then, you was Carl's little brother. That's right. You know what I'm saying. Right. But that's when you got to be my brother. Well, well you know I, I can remember what, like uh, Black Caucus Week in, in, in yeah, DC, man. and you know, you, you'd come up and some other guys. And, yep. And uh, we, we'd have a pretty good time. Yeah, yeah, man. That's one. That's one thing that I feel every uh, young, upwardly mobile black person in this country should do is go up to the Congressional Black Caucus. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's pay some bills right quick, and when we get back, uh, let's talk about Dear Old Miles. Hello, I'm Dr. Geraldine Agee, Miles College Provost and Senior Vice President of Academic Affairs, and I'm here to tell you that now is your time. Miles College is Birmingham's premier four-year HBCU. We offer intimate class sizes, accessible faculty, and a personalized career plan with you in mind. Whether it's your first time in college or you want to return and finish, please come experience Miles College and let us invest in your future. Now, we, we've kind of did a, a minor restructure here. Y'all not supposed to hear my voice anymore. And on, maybe I chime in if uh, if I have to be the deciding vote on something or so forth. I don't, you know, I don't open up the show anymore. But I'm opening up this second segment to say this because I want it on record. I, I'm not gonna call y'all's names because I'm not gonna do you like that because you know two of you are my best friends and and the other one is a family member but I want it on record his best friend and his dad all right go ahead Iva come on man <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry pops sorry pops I called all three of you who I knew would cuss me out well dad don't curse but the other two of you would cuss me out if I didn't call you and I and I have Sam Shade. In the studio, and you didn't pick up your damn phones, and now now it's on record. Go ahead, Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. So you know, say hello, Sam. No, no, don't even tell him hello. They ain't pick up the phone. Don't even tell him hello. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering are they listening? You know, to, 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 to the show, if they didn't answer the call. They, they didn't answer the call. Well, we're not live. They go, they're they're yeah. gonna listen. We're not live, but they're gonna listen. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. well, okay. Uh, Dad, best friend. How you guys doing? Roll, give them a roll tide, man. I know you uh, you miles down, but give them a roll tide now. Yeah, because I heard they were Bama fans, so I got to give them a roll tide. Roll I'm tide a, to you guys. Thank you, but I'm going to cut right, that out and, down. And then, go, <laughs> and, and then Golden Bears. All right. All right, Sam. Tell me your favorite charity. Um, I'd say um, well, Boys and Girls Club was uh, obviously for, for a while um, – you know that's that's who I obviously yeah I guess I I, I relate a little bit more there. Uh, I actually didn't didn't spend a whole lot of time at, at at Boys and Girls Club growing up, but a lot of my relatives did, a lot of my cousins and stuff. And you know I guess you know I, I've seen uh, so many uh, young people come through through those uh, those programs and, and, and do well because of it. So that was uh, one of the charities that I. I gave to uh, particularly when I was playing uh, professional football. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, if you don't answer one of these this or that questions, you got to make a, de- a donation to Girls and Boys Club, Boys and Girls Boys Club. Club. But uh, you gonna answer these? Okay. All right. You ready? Gotcha. City stages or heritage festival? 
Man. TikTok. I, I, I think that depends on, you know, at, at what stage of your life you're in. You, you, you know, <laughs> city, city stage is, is for just, everybody, just but I think stay. the younger people – you, you Just know. make a decision. He doing oh, that coach speaks. Sam Shade right now, Heritage Festival. Sam okay. Shade, All right. 10, 15 years ago, City Stages. But we talking about today, man. Okay. Mr. Overanalyze. <laughs> Sneaky Pete's or Gus's Hot Dogs? Sneaky Pete's. The Sneak? Sneaky Pete's. All right. Yeah. Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? Alabama Theater. Yeah. Okay. Birmingham Zoo or the McWayne Science Center? Now, that, that, that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, are you an out, outdoor person, you know, like animals, or, <laughs> or, or are you – well, I, I'd have to say the, uh, the Birmingham Zoo. Okay. That, that's Damn me. It. That, that, but that's me. You, you that's know. like that, – yeah. hey – you are you running for office or something? I, I like to make Wayne Center also, but <laughs> if I gotta pick, if I gotta pick. Alright. Railroad Park or Botanical Gardens? Railroad Park. Okay. Owls or purple onion? Purple onion. Negro League Museum or the Civil Rights Museum? Civil Rights Museum. Hattie B's or Eugene's Hot Chicken? Hattie B's. Yo Mama's or Granny's Fish and Grits? Believe it or not, I got to be honest, I, I haven't had either. Really? Hadn't had either. Okay, we won't hold that one against you. And then finally, um, Alabama football... Or Miles College football. <laughs> Miles College football. <laughs> go Bears. Yes, sir. <laughs> go Golden Bears. All you millennials out there. That's right. So um, tell me what, first of all, shout out to our illustrious president. Uh, I tell you, I was, on the, um, I was on the phone with her. Well, we were texting, and she had to miss – coming on and so we were texting trying to um, get her back on and she was like uh-uh get, get Sam on first <laughs> that's, good. That's, that's good stuff man and what what was the first thing I texted you I said you're in the right spot absolutely you did you you did that's the first thing you yeah, said yeah man you like y'all gonna make sweet music together at Miles College man tell tell me what you got planned well, well, first off, I, I've got to start. I mean, you you started at the top. It, it, it starts at the top. Anything you do, you know, whether it's sports, uh, whether it's uh, running a business, uh, whether it's in education, but it starts at the top, and it starts with our president, uh, Bobby Miss Miss Bobby Knight. Uh, she is uh, she, she's awesome. She she yeah, she man. really is. I'm I feel like I'm blessed to have the opportunity to uh, work under her and work with her. You and, know, she got like some award for being one of the- most innovative HBCU presidents out right now. That was that was what's up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she she's truly special, and uh, you know, kind of interesting thing. Uh, her husband, uh, uh, Gary Burley. Uh, I've, I've known him for for years. Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't know this, but he's actually uh, 
he played for the Bengals, for the Cincinnati Bengals, about right. about 20 years before I played for him. So we're obviously both Bengals fans. And, you know, matter of fact, I even had my shirt, my Bengals shirt on, under my Miles shirt today. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, kind of kind of pulled a little deal. We had a team meeting this morning. and uh, Okay, okay. So I told the guys, uh, I, I said, uh, Super Bowl week. And I said, uh, who got the Rams? And I probably about. 60, 70% of the guys in the room, they they all, they're up, they got the rounds. And they're uh-huh. like, who's got the Bengals? About 30, 30%, 40%. Mm-hmm. And then, I, like I said, I had my Bengals shirt on. So I pull off my Miles shirt and I, I, I throw my Bengals shirt on and they kind of go crazy. You know, just kind of having a good time yeah. with it. You know, you try to do some things. So they didn't know you played for the Bengals. Well, you you know it's Maybe. been it, it's been so long, and you know man, some, I forget. Like you're 50 now, right? Well, not quite. <laughs> I, 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 hey, that one hurt. I, he said, "Well, I forgot." He, yeah, not, he, not, no, you 48, almost, 49, almost 49. Yeah, uh, 49 yeah. in June. I'll be 49 in June. But uh, but but you know, some some kids Google you. That's the right. thing about kids now. They they can That's Google right. you and learn your whole life story. Yeah. But then you got some kids that. They could care less, so so a lot <laughs> right. of them didn't really know. So uh, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, um, I know you on a personal level, and I would make an assumption. But would you consider yourself a player's coach, or would you consider yourself more of a, you know, uh, disciplinarian? Disciplinarian. How? What's your relationship like with the boys? You know. What was it like at Princeton? What do you want it to be like? Well, well, one thing I, I learned a long time ago is um, that the players, before they really care about how much you know as a coach, they want to know how much you care about them, yeah. about them, and I, and that's the first thing I, I I think you have to find ways. To let them know that you that you do care about them, and, and at the same time, there have to be rules and uh, guidelines to what you're doing. You know, yeah. because I, like I tell the players, um, my father told me a long time ago that in the game of life, son, you've got to know the rules in order to be successful, in order to win. That's and right. that's something I share with the players, and I say, in the game of football. Knowing the rules are super important. You you take the, and I and I and I same thing. I I, I told the team this. I said, Cowboy fans, you guys probably could have beat the Rams, but at the end of that ball game, there was a you know play that happened where, unfortunately, the, the Cowboys players didn't know the rules and <laughs> right. The, you know the quarterback instead of handing the ball to the official, he hands it to the center. And, That's right. You know, so those are things that can you know get you beat in football games. So I try to, I try to relate things in life to the game of football. Yeah. And uh, but you got to hold guys accountable too. I mean, yeah. You, you've got to hold players accountable for uh, the things that you know when they make bad decisions, and they're gonna make some some bad decisions. I made bad decisions as a player, uh, you know, in college and pro ball. Yeah. And, and in high school. Yeah. And uh, you hold them accountable and, you know, you punish them, you know, whatever it is, whether it's getting up, meeting me at 5 a.m. at the stadium and, you know, doing some corrective, <laughs> what I call corrective exercises. Right. But, but but you hold them accountable. Yeah. 
And uh, so, so yeah, that's, there, there's discipline that you have to have. But then at the same time, you want to, you know, love on them a little bit too because, you know, they, they, they need that. Yeah, they're still our kids, man. Oh, yeah. What do you think about this whole, um, you know, in my opinion, resurgence, interest in HBCUs and HBCU football? I mean, what does it feel like to be on that wave? You guys were teammates before. Now y'all are coaches. And, you know, what are, you, what are, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I love it, uh, and when the opportunity came to uh, to be a part of it, uh, I, I knew that hey, I I want this opportunity. I want to be at Miles College. I want to be a part of this time in history when um, there's, like you said, a resurgence. There's a uh, there's a there's a trend, and you've got players, really good high school players. Y'all signing, y'all signing some big boys. Right. Well, yeah. well, well and, and that's 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 what's going on. And, uh, you know, I definitely want to be a part of that. Matter of fact, growing up, uh, up until maybe about 11th grade, I, th- there was a particular HBCU, I won't say which, but that I I felt like all my life I was going to go there and I was going to play uh, really? college football and, and have a great experience. And, yeah. you know, uh, some things happened and changed. Uh, it wasn't that I didn't – want to go yeah it was it was kind of one of those things where I was you know pushed a little bit towards uh going to what was perceived as the best right right football situation if that if that kind of yeah to take you to the next level well it wasn't wasn't, wasn't really about next level I think really? it was I think it was just about when I when I came out of Winona high school uh just um being able to show that uh, a student athlete from the the west side of, of Birmingham could could go to just about anywhere wow. in the country and, and and play football, I think it was more of that from my parents, from my coaches. Yeah, and uh, that was kind of yeah. You were a stereotype buster. I, I I think that's what it was. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, like I said before that, I was really. You know, thinking I'm going to go to this particular school and and uh, go to school and have a great experience and uh, play football. Wow. Yeah. Man, it's a butterfly effect. One little thing happens mm-hmm. over here and, and it can just change your tra- trajectory. It, it, it does. Yeah. It does. But but you, you know, um, over the years, I've I've. You know, when it's happening, you don't realize why you had to go to school here. or Yeah. And then years later, you know, some kid comes up to you or a young person and say, well, well, man, when when you were in high school, I watched you and you went to this place and you played ball and I saw you on television. And it made me not only think that I could go and do the same thing, but it made me think that I could go on and be whatever I want to be. Yeah. And yeah. this person, you know, has happened to be, and it's happened multiple times. This person happened to be a doctor, lawyer, uh, in the financial sector. I mean, just, yeah, you know, so sometimes you, you, you do things and it's not really just for you, but it's, yeah, you don't know who's watching. That's right. Yeah. Well, man, um, I love you. Um, I love your family. 
Thank you. Um, Same. I'm, I'm praying for major success for you. At, at my, you know what? Funny enough, I thought that Hoover was gonna try to get you. <laughs> I, I really as, as soon as as soon as Coach Niblet quit, I said, "Well, I don't know if I thought they. Sh- I thought they should." That's okay. what I thought should happen. Okay. I, I told Derek Allen that, as a matter of fact. And then next thing I hear is this, and I'm like, oh, man, this is perfect. I even texted Bobby. I was like, "You, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. So um, we're going to send you off. We want you to um, give us some parting words, some good, uh, put some good energy out there for your people. Well, um, just, you know, I, I want to talk about, you know, Miles College a little bit. Um, it's, it's been great. I've, I've only been there, obviously, um, almost a couple of weeks now, but the, the people have been great. They've been welcoming. Uh, it's, it's just a great place to be. Like, I enjoy going to work every day. I, I enjoy, uh, you know, walking across campus, whether I'm going to the president's office, whether I'm going to the cafeteria, or whether I'm going to the – to the weight room, but uh, it's, yeah. it's truly been a, a special experience up up and up up to this point, and uh, I'm just looking for um, it to continue. You know, yeah. just, just just looking for everything to continue, and and for us, uh, we're thinking next level. That's, that's awesome. That that's 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 one of our one of our themes is, is next level, and when I say next level, meaning taking things past where we've been um, and Miles College has is, is really been doing a lot of special things over uh, the last eight to ten years. Uh, Absolutely. She, Bobby is just thinking differently over there. You know this um, Friday right? Uh, I go pick up my new AirPods and iPods and that whole nine yards you know um, right. President Knight made a deal with Apple where all of the students get Apple products. I mean, right. And then to see you coming in with, you know, um, with all due respect to past coaches, you know, you've seen different things at the NFL level. Right. You know, you've seen different uh, ways, uh, programs all over the country. And so, man, I'm just excited to see that coming to Miles. Well, well, well for a guy that grew up less than 10 miles, about 10 minutes from Miles College, yeah. uh, is is definitely special for me, and uh, it's not just about the about the school. It's about the community. It's it's about the uh, just that western side of mm-hmm. of the Birmingham area. You mm-hmm. know, me having an opportunity to go there and you know not only do things with football, but also in in the community. Yeah, I've, I've talked to the team about uh, things that you know we're going to be doing as far as uh, serve projects and things like that. Uh, you know, just really, you know, getting involved and yeah, you know, with we, we say it all the time. Most of these guys aren't going to be playing on right. Sundays. You know, it's all about building uh, good men. It is and and and, and good um, fathers and 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 good employees and employers. Right. So, you know, I just I I really salute you for um, being on that on that curve of, of, of teaching our boys to be men. Right. Well, all right, brother, we going to get you on here. Um, probably mid season. 
Okay, brother see Williams. What's going, see okay. see what's going on with y'all. No, no I, I got to bring my brother back with me when I <laughs> You when absolutely I back have now. to bring him back with me. Yeah, I'll I tell you what, I know you guys, man. I, I'll probably, uh, you know, have to have to leave the room and let you guys just kind of kind of talk. <laughs> I plead the fifth on that one. I want to thank my Bama Sci-Fi brother and the head football coach at Miles College. Coach Samuel L. Shave for joining us. I want to thank you as always for listening. And a huge shout out to Creed 63 and UrbanHam.com. God bless. Intravenous 205 is here to support all Birmingham businesses and entrepreneurs. If you would like your business featured on Intravenous 205 podcast, please give us a call at 205-202-1602 or email us at intravenous205 at gmail.com.